0: This is my Bible, it is the Word of God, and it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am, seated right now in the heavenly realms, in the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have, all the blessings of Abraham are mine, and I can do what the word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert. My spirit is receptive as I'm taught the word of God. My life is changed for the better and I will never be the same again. Amen. Give five people a high five and then you may be seated this morning. Now I'm not going to do any review because if I did that, I'd never get through this message. But actually, I want to start off kind of in an odd place. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Many years ago, well, it wasn't that many years ago. Maybe five years back, I was sitting in a Champion Builder group, and Lynn Walden pointed out this verse, Isaiah 28:47. And I'd read that verse countless times. Deuteronomy 28 is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. But it re- that verse arrested me that day. And I meditated on that verse and then actually changed the way I was praying based on this verse. Because we have a group of ministers now, and some of them are former Word of Faith people. And their approach to the whole thing is that. It's a great big pain in the rear. Serving God is a great big pain in the rear. And let me tell you what. This is just egregious because Sue and I met with some attorneys this week. We're redoing wills and he asked me about uh, charitable giving in the wills. I said, I don't need to be concerned about that. I said, because we've given God 20% of everything that crossed our hand. I said, we're more than halfway through a $2 million commitment on uh, the building fund giving. And, uh, but it's not a pain. It's not a pain. It is a very egregious thing to approach God and teach his word and act like he is a hassle. Deuteronomy twenty-eight forty-seven: because you did not serve the Lord your God, joyfully and gladly in the time of prosperity. See, this is what America did. And we can't do anything to help America, but we can help ourselves. Because you did not serve the Lord your God joyfully and gladly in the time of prosperity, therefore in hunger and thirst and nakedness and dire poverty, you will serve the enemies the Lord sends against you. He will put an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. And I hope you realize a lot of what's going on, not just COVID, the response to COVID, the ridiculous policies. 62% of the people in this administration have never had any business experience whatsoever. thats I mean, they're just so dumb, so ignorant, they just think that they can shut down a pipeline with no consequences. Guess what? The price of gas is going up. And then they scramble, you know, go to Saudi Arabia with their hand out, uh, begging for oil while we're selling our oil reserves to China. It's unbelievable what's going on. But I want you to see that a lot of what's going on, even this heat, this is all judgment. Because th- these temperatures affect crops. These temperatures affect cattle. These temperatures affect food prices. This is not the blessing of the Lord. So the days of walking by sight have come to an end, and you are going to have to learn how to keep your eyes on the Word of God, keep your eyes on God, and learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm telling you, You know, uh, 10 days back, I filled up Sue's F-150. It took $151. I'm telling you what, you know, a a little bit of raise in January is not going to cut it here. You are going to, you're going to have to learn how to believe it in. Tell your neighbor, you're going to have to learn how to believe it in. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you're going to have to learn how to believe it in. And that's what this series is about. The good news is, let's go to Genesis 17. The good news is who we serve. Thank God, thank God, we don't serve the God of dementia. Thank God, you know, God may be the ancient of days, but he's not a dotard. Look that word up. You know, an old person suffering from uh, mental failure. No, 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 no. He is El Shaddai. And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. In the Hebrew it reads, I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be thou perfect and I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. Say it out loud, it is the will of God that I be multiplied exceedingly. See, now I'm not talking about about addition, I'm talking about multiplication. And see, when God multiplies you, you're not worried about what a tank of gas costs. Are you hearing me? I'm not talking about addition. I'm talking about multiplication. I am the Almighty God, El Shaddai, and I will multiply thee, and not just multiply thee, multiply thee exceedingly. El Shaddai means the God who is more than enough. He doesn't want you to just have enough. He wants you to have more than enough. And, and when the Bible says you'll be made rich in every way, 2 Corinthians 9, 11, that means amply supplied. Paul talked about how he was amply supplied. More than enough, not just enough, more than enough. Say it out loud, not just enough, not just enough. More, than enough. more than enough. He doesn't just want you to have enough, he wants you to have more than enough. Amen. Our great God is the more than enough God, and God's will for your life is that you have more than enough. Not only that, God's provision for your life is more than enough. See, the provision is there, but you have to learn how to believe it in. You've got to learn how to confess it in. You've got to learn how, and I'm going to use a word from last Sunday, you've got to learn how to comply you know this generation doesn't they don't want to comply you know well this doesn't apply to us and that doesn't apply to us who the heck do these ministers think they are that they can take words out of this book Jesus specifically warned and and one guy says if it's Jesus pre death burial and resurrection it doesn't apply to us well how about this at the end of revelation post resurrection Jesus said If you take one word out of this book, then all the curses of this book are going to come upon you. So we don't have the right, none of us have the right to say, well, we don't like the book of James, or we don't like the book of 1 John, or whatever. Now we do understand, we do understand we're smart people, you know, some of us have been to schools, I have, uh, that... We are in the new covenant. The new covenant supersedes the old covenant. We understand this. We understand that some of the laws called the ceremonial laws in the old covenant, they don't apply to us at all today. So you don't have to wash your hands a certain way before you eat. You want to eat lobster, that you're good to go. You want to eat bacon, praise the Lord, you're good to go. The ceremonial laws don't apply to us, but the moral laws apply to us. Are we to believe it's okay to commit adultery now? Are we to believe it's all right to use the Lord's name in vain? Are we to, this is insanity. Tell your neighbor, it's insanity. insanity. And let me tell you something else. The character of God across these various covenants has not changed. He said, I am the Lord and I change not. So his character, and if you, if you love God, and if you love his word, you can see him in these various covenants. For example, in Noah's day, man, he got so tired of what was going on on the earth, he destroyed humanity with a flood. But when it was all over, he put a rainbow in the sky, and he made a covenant with Noah, and he said, I will never again destroy the mankind, humankind, with water or with a flood. Amen. And then this generation takes that rainbow, they co-opt that rainbow to celebrate what they have going on. But I want you to see that that it's all love. It's all The heart of God is all love. And, and he never gave us a rule, he never gave us a law, he never gave us a commandment to curb sin, that was not for our benefit. It's not for his benefit. That's right. Does it matter to God how many gas stations you rob? Does it matter to God how many times you commit adultery? Does it matter to God if you go to hell? It does because he loves you. But all of these laws are not written for his good. They're written for our good. Amen. Can you see that? Yes. I guess it was only... I don't know if it was in modern times, if if the ancient mathematicians and astronomers understood this, but all of this is orchestrated. Halley's Comet, all of it is orchestrated. I remember reading about when I was a kid in elementary school when they discovered Pluto. Dear God, am I that old? (laughs) And and the, the way they discover some of these stars and planets is there's a, a gravitational pull on earth from some distant place way out there something and so they began looking at that place with their telescopes and then they, that's how they discover some of these stars these distant stars or a a place like a planet like pluto they said Pl- pluto was a planet then they said it's not a planet now it's a planet again you this is science in 2022 <laughs> but my point is he is so loving he is so gracious he is so kind that all of that stuff, even going on up in the heavens, is designed so the earth does not get off course. Amen. And nobody's given him credit. Jeremiah the prophet wrote, Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. Listen carefully. For you are the one I praise, O Lord. You are the one I praise. You know who, you, you can tell who somebody's God is by who they praise. Amen. And first point in this series on the miracle of seed faith giving is to look to God as your source. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. Why? For you are the one I praise, O Lord, You are the one I praise, not Burks, not Fauci, not Trump, not Biden. See, in other words, a lot of what is going on in your life is based on who you've been looking to, and to receive something from the Lord, you've got to look to the Lord. You know, I got a wedding anniversary coming up, and guess what? I'm not going to get some gift from somebody from somewhere. It's coming from one source because that's that's my source on that. In other words, you know what I'm saying? I don't have multiple wives and all of that. I got one wife. See, I got one God. It's coming from him. Everything supernatural. I'm not talking about natural. I'm talking about supernatural. There's only one source. And when we look to man, anybody ever count on somebody? How how about this? Anybody ever count on your brother-in-law? See, in other words, man will disappoint you. And And man may not disappoint you 99 times out of 100, but on number 100 out of 100, man will disappoint you. But God... God is loving. God is gracious. God is kind. God is merciful. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. His mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And not just that. He is the God that calls himself El Shaddai. He's the more than enough God. And God's will for your life is that you have more than enough. Not only that, God's provision for your life is more than enough. It's the will of God that you have more than enough in this life. Listen, it's all lies, it's all lies, it's all lies. We're gonna run out of water. 20% of all the world's fresh water is in the country of Canada. When George W. Bush came to power, he tried to negotiate a deal with the Canadians to just collect the runoff from one river, one river, just one river, and it would have given the state of California fresh water forever. Well, they didn't want to give up their water. Why not? It's going in the Pacific. Within seven days, it's not fresh water; it's salt water. We're going to run out of oil. No, we're not. They just recently discovered a brand new ocean of oil out in West Texas. We're not. We're, we're not running out of anything. These are all lies. That's right. Climate change. <laughs> well, even as long as I've lived. Some years it's hotter. Some years it's colder. And if you have two or three winters that are mild, will you pay for it. If you have two or three summers that are mild, you pay for it. These are called seasons. Ever heard of that? Seasons. I know this is brand new information. It's all lies. They want us to give up toilet paper to save the planet. They want us to not plug in... Listen, this is how insane these people are. They want you to have an electric car, but they also do not want you to plug in your toothbrush because that harms the planet. How in the heck can you charge a car, but it's not okay to charge a toothbrush? They're insane. And all of us lies. We're going to run out of this. Look, the only thing we're running out of is common sense. There's more than enough fresh water. There's more than enough oil. There's more than enough, more than, because that's the God we serve. He would have been irresponsible to put people on this planet without sufficient resources and and the population control. That's what's going on right now since they introduced the the, uh, experimental drugs uh, fertility worldwide is down 22%, 22%. I just read two weeks ago, 70% of the COVID dead now this year in Canada have had three of these shots. Uh, you say it, it's not working. It is working exactly the way they intended it to work. It's a war on God. It's a war on God. And it's all designed, don't look to the Lord, don't look to the Lord, don't look to the Lord, look to this, look to that, see this shiny object, all of that, it's all lies. I am here to declare to you on this Sunday morning without apology that our great God, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ is the Ancient of Days and he is El Shaddai and he is a God of love and every law or rule he ever gave us was for our own good and he has a will to us to multiply us exceedingly. He has no plan to destroy you. Jeremiah says he has a plan to bless you, and he has a plan to prosper you. Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All you got to do is cooperate. I said all you got to do is, well, give him the credit, the glory, and the honor, and then cooperate. Just cooperate. Cooperate. Amen. Just cooperate. Our God is the more than enough God. He's more than enough. He's not just the God of enough. He's the God of more than enough. When Jesus fed the multitudes, he didn't just give them enough. It was a miracle that he took five loaves and two fish on that one occasion and fed 5,000 men plus women plus children. But even then, didn't the Lord know when enough was enough? Doesn't he know when enough is enough? Because when they gathered up the leftovers, the Bible specifically says everybody was satisfied, and yet they picked up 12 basketfuls of fragments. Matthew 14, 14. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. I wonder if that doesn't count because that was pre-death, burial, and resurrection. You know, they may be going apostate left and right, but here at Faith Christian Center, we are going to go right down the middle of the road, and we are going to stay with the word of God. He healed their sick. He had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. They answered, by the way, this was given to them by a boy. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down in the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks. He did not complain. Listen, don't get caught up in the spirit of the age and the spirit of the age is complaining. And people, you know, people... Are on welfare and all this stuff, but they complain about something that happened 150 years ago. We, we, have, we have people being pressed into prostitution right now. I've read just recently in recent days about two different young gals kidnapped in North Texas and pressed into sex slavery. Nobody cares about that. Nobody gives a rip. Everybody's focused on something that happened 150 years ago. How about policing what's going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> They found a 10- or 12-year-old girl, I forgot the age, I read this about a month back, rescued there on this side of the Rio Grande, and uh, she was in a bad way. They found 28 semen samples inside of her, and a semen sample only lasts three days. But nobody cares, nobody gives a rip. No, listen, <clears throat> a lot of nefarious stuff is going on, nobody cares about. But they got everybody complaining about something happened 150 years ago. If they cared about slavery, they'd do something about it in 2022. Talk to me. I said, if they, if they cared about slavery, they'd do something about it in 2022. He broke the loaves and he gave them to, to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. Verse 20, they all ate and were satisfied. Say it out loud five times. They all ate and were satisfied. I declare on this 24th day of August in the year of our Lord, 2022, doesn't matter what they do, doesn't matter how they screw up the economy, doesn't matter if they they run out of oil, run out of electricity, I don't care. The people of Faith Christian Center are gonna eat and be satisfied. I said the people of Faith Christian Center are going to eat and be satisfied. I said, your children are going to be clothed and your children are going to have more than enough to eat. Hallelujah. And you're going, to have the, you're going to have the money to pay whatever crazy price it takes to fill up your car with gas. Hallelujah. Because we're not looking to man, we're looking to the Lord. The Lord is our source, not the government. Doesn't, doesn't God know when it's enough? No. God's not satisfied until it's too much. His name is El Shaddai. He's not the God of enough. He's the God of too much. He is the too much God. I am the Lord Almighty. El Shaddai and I will multiply thee exceedingly. El Shaddai means the God who is more than enough. So he doesn't want you to just have enough. He wants you to have more than enough. And listen, listen. It's all a ruse. It's all a lie. It's all a canard. These exact same people. You know, Bill Gates has got oceanfront property. Uh, Bernie Sanders has got oceanfront property. Uh, Barack Obama's got oceanfront property. But they want you to believe that uh, climate change is going to cause flooding all over the world. Just this week, I saw Reuters had an article that you cannot compare a photograph of a bridge from 100 or 200 years ago with a modern photograph because the oceans have not risen. That doesn't prove anything. They think you're stupid. I said they think you're stupid. Actually, you can believe a photograph from 100 or 200 years ago more than a modern photograph because they didn't know how to Photoshop back then. Amen. And so if the water versus the bridge was, is exactly where it was 200 years ago, guess what? It, it hasn't risen. Amen. It hasn't risen. I said it hasn't risen. Amen. Nobody's giving credit to God. Nobody's giving glory to God. God. God, my father said to the oceans, thus far and no further. Amen. They're not going to rise. Amen. I said they're not going to rise. Amen. I said they're not going to rise. Amen. It's all a lie. Amen. It's all a lie. Amen. And all of it has one objective in mind. The waters are rising. Ha. <sighs> COVID (laughs) you know what it is to make government your God and what a poor God he is I think What we have right now in the White House is God mocking us and laughing at us. This is your God. Doesn't even know what day it is. This is your God, sniffing little girl's hair. This is your God, chasing an ice cream truck. This is your God, managed by the Easter Bunny. You wanted government as God? You got Joe Dementia. Tell your neighbor, he's getting more real all the time. I'm telling you, this is God laughing at America, which has abandoned. Abandoned the God that made us wealthy. Abandoned the God that made us great. We can't fix that, but we can look to him ourselves as the new testament records in hebrews 6 14 saying surely blessing i will bless thee and multiplying i will multiply thee now let's with that revelation let's go back to luke 5 where we were three sundays ago luke 5 one day as jesus was standing by the lake of gennesaret with the people of crowding around him and listening to the word of god he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets he got into the he got into one of the boats the one belonging to simon and asked him to put out a little from shore then he sat down and taught the people from the boat verse 4 when he had finished speaking he said to Simon put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch Simon answered master we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything that's where the that's where people are that's where the body of Christ is master we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything I don't know if you've ever lived there but I have you work and work and work and work and you don't have much to show for it I don't know if you've ever lived there but I have Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. Because you say so. Because you say so. Listen, the word of God is enough. The word of God is enough information. All you need to know is the word of God. When they had done so. Everybody say it out loud five times, when they had done so. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break, so they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partner. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything and followed him. Followed him. They left everything and followed him. Why? Because he had the solution. He had the answer. Three huge factors to this miracle. First, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. What I'm preaching at Faith Christian Center is on top of your being industrious. I'm not talking about sitting home and collecting the check and living in Section 8 housing and doing the bong and waiting until the welfare check hits the account. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being industrious. I'm talking about being self-reliant. I'm talking about leaving no stone unturned. I'm talking about doing what you know to do and then believe God on top of that. Second, because you say so, I will let down the nets. And third, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So there was such a catch, catch, the nets began to break. So they called for help, but there was such a catch of fish that both boats began to sink. That's the God that I'm preaching here at Faith Christian Center. Hallelujah. Not the God of enough, the God of more than enough. Well, that's too many, that's too many fish. That's just too much. See, these people, they own these oceanfront properties, You know, I was reading about some country, I forgot what country, but they're now they're doing school lunches uh, that they're buying from some company Bill Gates has invested in where they do they ground up bugs and make you know mystery meat burgers. I mean it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's but you let a child of God, you let a child of God get his or her hands on 5 or 10 million dollars and they lose their minds. And 5 or 10 million dollars is not rich. Sue was telling me she saw on Facebook somebody just filled up their fishing boat or whatever it was. It was $65,000. And when I heard that, I thought, my God, my God, my God, I'm not buying a boat. (laughs) I'm telling you. There are levels out there we cannot even get my, our mind around, and these people—they not only want to have more, they want to control. They want to control what you drive. They want to control what you stick in your body. They want to control every. They want to control whether or not you have a cheeseburger. Right. This is the Amer- United States of America, by God. If I want a cheeseburger, I'm going <laughs> to eat a cheeseburger. I ain't no eating no bugs. <laughs> Tell your neighbor I ain't eating no bugs. I ain't <laughs> no bugs. <laughs> they want to control you. I'm telling you, the day is coming, the day is coming that if you don't walk by faith and not by sight, you're not going to have a choice. You're going to have to comply. You have to eat their bugs and not, not plug in your toothbrush while you plug your car in and not use toilet paper. I don't know what you'll use. Not me. I'm going to be so blessed by God, I'll buy whatever I want on the black market. Hallelujah. Because my God is multiplying me. My God is multiplying Faith Christian Center. My God is multiplying the congregation of Faith Christian Center. My God is the God of more than enough, not the God of enough. And I'm looking to the Lord, I'm not looking to man. At least my God doesn't drool. I'm talking about net-breaking, boat-sinking, surplus, and abundance. Are you hearing me, church? I'm talking about net-breaking, boat-sinking, surplus, and abundance. I'm talking about too much. I'm talking about excess. Excess. There was such a catch, the nets began to break. What did Jesus do? He multiplied their labor. He multiplied their catch. Just like in the New Testament promises in Hebrews six fourteen, saying, surely blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. That's the God we serve. That's the God we serve. That's the Father of Jesus. That's the way God is. God created this earth in such a way it produces too much. When they say there's a shortage of this or there's a shortage of that, they're lying. There are too many bananas in the jungle. Right now, they're falling off the trees and rotting. There's too many. There are too many coconuts in the jungle. Right now, they're falling off the trees and rotting. There's too many. The whole earth is filled with more than enough. The devil's such a liar, and he's always trying to tell us that we're running out of this, and we're running out of that, and there's a lack of this, and there's a lack of that. But he's a liar. He's a deceiver. There is more than enough. There is plenty. There is enough. There is more than enough, because we serve the God who is more than enough. James 4.2 says, Hey, ye have not, because ye ask not. What is God able to do? Ephesians 3:20, 20, 20, 20, 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever, amen. Now to him who is able to do more, amen. not less. Amen. Now to him who is able to do more, not less. The first key to financial acceleration is to be a doer of the word of God and follow the Bible on giving 10% of everything that crosses your hands into God's gospel, his work, his mission, and his house. And the second key to financial acceleration is to be alert and attentive to hear God's voice and to obey the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. You see, there is a demand of faith. Faith makes a demand. And if you don't answer the demand of faith, you don't get the prize. These were independent Jewish businessmen. Fishing was their business. Yet they worked all night, but caught nothing at their profession, not their avocation, their profession. They exerted all the natural and physical energy they could possibly expend, but produced nothing. But in a moment, Jesus led them into reaping a supernatural harvest verse 3 he got into one of the boats the one belonging to Simon and asked him to put out a little from shore then he sat down and taught the people from the boat now listen carefully when Jesus is getting ready to bless your life supernaturally he will always ask something of you when Jesus is getting ready to bless your life supernaturally He will always ask something of you. He will make a demand on your faith. He will make a demand on your faith. I can see I may not make it through and finish this message because this is critical stuff right here. When the Lord leads you to do this or to do that or to give this or to give that, there is a battle that goes on on the inside of us. And it all goes back to what have we done or not done to train the human spirit subsequent to salvation. You understand? When you were unsaved, the spirit man part of you was dead. Kind of dormant dead. So the unsaved man or unsaved woman has a conscience that is their natural, dormant, dead, spirit man inside of them. But you get born again. And God takes your dormant, dead, spirit man inside of you and he recreates it. He makes you alive unto God. You were not alive unto God, but now you are alive unto God. And a lot of people have not studied the Apostle Paul. They have not studied Joshua 1.8. They have not studied Romans 12, 2, and they don't understand that you have to do something with that recreated spirit man. And you've got to exercise your faith to train your human spirit, and you've got to put a clamp on your mouth every time you say you can't. You are training your recreated human spirit that you can't. Every time you say you can't afford something, you are training your recreated human spirit that you can't afford this or you can't afford that. you got to put a clamp on your mouth. You've got to discipline yourself to speak what God says and to say what God says. You've got to discipline yourself to be in agreement with God. And then you have got to take action on the Word of God. Now listen, this is the way it works. I'm trying to help you. And I'm not fundraising because we have no unpaid bills and we got no debt. I'm not fundraising. I'm not trying to get money from you. I'm trying to get money to you. For the babe in Christ, for the babe in Christ, and you might have been saved 50 years, but if you have not taken pains to train the recreated spirit of God within you, you're still a babe in Christ. The Holy Spirit of God's trying to get something to you. The, Lord, the Holy Spirit of God is trying to bless you. The Holy Spirit of God is trying to multiply you. And he'll speak to you to give into this offering or to give to a missionary or to do this or that above the tithe and the offering. And there is a battle. There is a battle that goes on on the inside of a man or a woman. And that is the mind. The mind. The mind. The mind is a natural mechanism. And all it knows is what it has been fed by what it can see, taste, touch, hear, and smell. That's it. That's the extent of what your mind knows and can process. Your mind knows how much you got in the checkbook. Your mind knows how much you got in the bank. Your mind knows how much you got in retirement. And so the Holy Spirit comes along and he says, do this or give that. Your mind will object and say, we can't afford that. We can't do that. Whatever your mind does but what about the recreated human spirit? If you have not trained it, if you have not exercised it, if you have not grown it, it loses out to the mind. February 1997, I'm preaching for a missionary Bud Sickler in Mombasa, Kenya, camp meeting, and I'm walking around the hotel compound praying. I later, I, told, I showed Sue the place on the sidewalk. I, I said there. There used to be a palm tree here. It's dead and gone now, but that's, I remember that's where it was, that point in the walk. And the Lord challenged me. He said "The hold up on Bud Sickler's dream and vision to build the largest church in all of East Africa is the roof. We thought it was $500,000. That was the holdup. He had a man lined up to give the money for the concrete. The holdup was the roof. And the Lord spoke to me, and the Lord said, he life coached me. I'm life coaching you right now. I'm just repeating to you what the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, you don't think you can do it. But he said, I'm telling you, you can. And I had the mind. And the mind telling me, well, all we had in those days was something like $170,000. And now God's calling on me to give up $500,000. And unlike some punks, my word is my bond. And I knew that once it came out of my mouth to Bud Sickler, it would have to be done come hell or high water. And so he said, you don't think you can do it. But he said, I'm telling you, you can. Well, thank God, thank God, thank God Sue and I had taken action on the word of God enough at that point in my life. My spirit man won out over my mind and all that you see here this morning and this property you drove up on and this building, all of this is the result of a miracle of seed, faith, Giving based upon the leading of the Holy Spirit to give what we did not have. Amen. Well, I can't give that. I don't have that. Who do you who are you praying to? Who are you believing to raise your dead, stinking, worm-infested body out of the earth? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If God can raise my worm-infested, dead, stinking, rotting body up out of the earth, he can replace the tithe. He can put me in a car. He can put me in a home. Hallelujah. He can cause me to ride on the heights of the land. My God is so great, he can deliver you. walking by the mine walking by the mine walking by the mine walking by the Obama train walking by the Trump train a boy can become a girl a girl can become a boy we got to lock down we got to wear a mask we got to get this experimental drug the answer to hell all of it is hell though no, 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 no. I'm going by the Word of God. Amen. I said, I'm going by the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. My God is great, and my God is a deliverer, and my God is a healer, and my God is a blesser. Amen. Multiplying, I will multiply thee, and blessing, I will bless thee. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 See, your mind is full of CNN and MSNBC and all of that. And if you walk by the mind, you're going to get the mind of man results. Now, I give my Father God all the credit, all the glory for everything that's happened here. Hallelujah. I know what I can do. C plus, B minus. I said, I know what I can do. I just chose many years ago to not walk by what I could do. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, asked him to put out a little from shore. When Jesus is getting ready to bless your life supernaturally, he will always ask something of you. This is the demand of faith, and if you don't answer the demand of faith, you get to walk by the fruit of your mind and not the fruit of your faith. Verse 4, when Simon, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. When God is getting ready to bless your life supernaturally, he will make a demand of you, a demand of faith. Verse 5, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. And that's the key to the whole deal, because you say so. Listen, listen, this generation is going to be judged extremely harshly, because the exact same people I've been preaching to for 49 years, 49 years, 49 years, I know, I know I look awful good, it's hard to believe I've been preaching 49 years in one month, but I'm telling you what, 49 years in one month, I can't do that, that's too hard, I don't have enough, I can't do that. They did everything Burks and Fauci said. Jeremiah said, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, O Lord, and I will be saved, for you are the one I praise, O Lord. You are the one I praise. See, if you look to Fauci and Berks, you get Fauci and Burks results. Just two weeks ago, he testified that these shots do very little to stop infection. Just two weeks ago, Burks testified, we hoped the shots would work. You can walk by hope if you want to. I'm walking by faith. Yeah, but Trump, how'd that work out? It is... A shiny object distraction. All these people play for the same team. Amen. Amen. They all have the same master somewhere. Now, we don't know who those masters are, but you notice anytime there's something of critical, critical, critical importance, there's just enough from this team to go play for the other team to make it happen and to subvert what America has stood for all, the, all along. And all of this is from trusting man, looking to man. No, we look to God. We look to God. Now, I'm not saying you don't take care of yourself. I was at the dentist a few weeks back. You know, got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. Amen. Amen. Something needs to be sewed up. Get it sewed up. Something needs to be whatever. You know, you needed a shot of uh, antibiotic. I understand it. I understand it. You take care of yourself. But while you're even doing all of that in the natural, you don't look to the natural, you look to God. Put your faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. I was looking at the photo this week. Sue and I driving to Texas. 1976. I wasn't born here, but we got here as fast as we could. We had $400 Sue's grandpa gave us. We had a $600 Firebird with no debt on it. We headed out. What a sweet life it has been, looking to God, looking to God, looking to God. And he is my father. He is my shepherd. Have I told you that lately? He's never led me into the ditch. He's never led me into the desert. We may feel like we're in the desert right now in Texas because of the heat, but Praise God. Praise God. He blessed us so we can have air conditioning. Amen. 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 He is our Father. And He's coming for those who love Him. And these people who hate the Bible and they want to go, they want to act like it's a pain in the rear to follow Him and it's a hassle to follow. Thou shalt not commit adultery. What's the problem with that? You can't make the wife you got happy. Why do you need two? (laughs) Thou shalt not bear false witness. Are we to believe that doesn't apply? Now, How about this one? And this is the one that they're failing on, left and right. My God. Preachers I looked up to will not even be with us on the other side. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Let's bow our heads. You may be here this morning and you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. We've talked about healing. Faith in God doesn't begin with healing. We've talked about financial blessing Faith in God doesn't begin with financial blessing. Faith in God begins by making Jesus Christ the Lord and the Savior of your life personally and individually. Jesus said in John 3, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and fellowship with him and he with me. Jesus said in Revelation 3, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and fellowship with him and and he with me. Even right there, we have to take action. Paul wrote that if we believe in our hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess with our mouths Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. So you got to take action. How many this morning would say, Pastor, pray for me. I've never been, I've never given my life to Father God through the Lord Jesus Christ. I've never invited Jesus Christ to come into my life to come into my heart to be my Lord and to be my Savior, but I want to do so this morning. Pastor, that's me. Pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. You may be watching online. You can pray the prayer with us. God bless you. How many this morning? If that's you this morning, wherever you are, lift a hand up. Lift it up high enough. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to make Jesus Christ my Lord and my Savior. I want to be forgiven of my sins. I don't want to live in the devil's hell forever. I want to live with God in his house. You may be here this morning and you prayed that prayer. There was a time in your life you prayed that prayer, but maybe you've allowed one of these shiny objects to distract you. Maybe, you've, maybe you have unwittingly made some other God your God, some false God your God. You put, you put trust in man. You could be in the ditch this morning by putting your trust in man. The word says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How many this morning would say, Pastor, that's me. Pray for me. I'm away from God. I'm not living for the Lord like I once did. I'm not living for the Lord like I promised him I would, but I want to make it right. I want to live for him. I don't want to be left behind. I want to love him, and I want to look forward to his coming, and I want to be received unto the Lord when Jesus comes for his church that you this morning, wherever you are, lift a hand up, lift it up high enough to where I can can see it for us to pray. Thank you. Thank you, Father God. Your word is an incorruptible seed. It has gone forth into the hearts of the hearers. It will not return to empty or void, but it will accomplish what you desire to achieve the purpose for which you've sent it. For those of you watching online, if you want to make that kind of commitment and give your life to the Lord, you can contact us at... FCCarlington.com slash salvation. We'd be happy to send you a copy of my book, God's Very Own Child. If you need a Bible, let us know. We'll send you a Bible. God has amply supplied us in every way so we're able to be generous on every occasion. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Father, I pray for these, your people. They're wonderful. They're wonderful. They're your people. They're wonderful. And I pray for them, Father God, because I want them to live the kind of a blessed life that Sue and I have lived, a life above and beyond what we could produce, a life blessed by Father God. In Jesus' name, amen.